When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Welcome to a bonus episode of Horror Movie Night. It's part of our In Theaters Now series. And you know what that means. It's your favorite co-hosts and the world's favorite curmudgeon, Katie. Katie, <laughs> welcome back to the show. That was so nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited because this, A, I really enjoyed this movie. But more importantly, B, uh, about a month from now, I'll be hanging out with Katie. I'm going down to Fantastic Fest. If you're living in Austin, come and hang out with us and get some dinner or something or just watch movies, whatever. That's kind of what you're at Fantastic Fest for. Anyway, all right. So uh, as per usual, we will do a quick like good to bad. Uh, and here's like a non-spoiler reason why. And then we'll dive hardcore into the spoiler section. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, you've got about three minutes to enjoy, and then you should probably wait until you see the movie. But I will start off by saying that you should see the movie. I thought it was a very good time. It was a lot of fun. It had a lot of fan service. Uh, I enjoyed it. Cool. I am inclined to agree with you. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think that it's getting a lot of heat uh, for no reason. I, I think people like need to understand what they're going to see. And it was like a fun, it was like a family horror. It was like a good introduction to horror for like a younger kid, you know? Yeah, um, if, if Goosebumps was like 
too childish for your kid, this is the next step up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, go in and enjoy a movie. Go into a movie <laughs> and, like, want to enjoy a movie. I just, like, I just got an argument with my supervisor, not about this, about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it's, like, every movie he sees, it's, like, this movie sucks until I'm proven otherwise. It's, like, just why? Go have fun. That's what they're for. They're there to have fun, and it was a fun movie. That's my hot take. Or room temp. Lukewarm, yeah. <laughs> Your room temperature take. <laughs> my Scott? reaction, three words. I loved it. Nice. Nice. All right, Katie. Well, <laughs> I would say you should watch it, but I don't think you should watch it at the theater. Um, I don't think it's worth the money, but it was like, I didn't hate it, but I just wish I would have not watched it in the theater and spent money on it. That's fair. I, when I went to the theater, there was someone on their laptop before the movie. Which <laughs> I saw that. I've never Why seen would people before. do that? I have no clue. Why would you bring it? And I saw it. It's not even like I just saw it at a regular movie theater. I was at a movie theater in the middle of the mall. So this dude was walking around with his laptop through the mall in order to get to the movie theater. That's like I... the most adult thing that you can do at an adult <laughs> movie. I was so surprised when the lights turned on and I and I was like, holy shit, Jade, we're like were those people we were like the old people at the movie we were we were one of the oldest couples there and i want to say kudos to the younger generations because i had no idea that the theater was packed with teenagers until the credits which says something about them because i feel like yeah. i just complained about them in, in child's play and it was like you know what you guys came to a movie they were probably getting hand jobs it was a thursday night in the summer so <laughs> but they were <laughs> <laughs> they were quiet and that's all that matters uh yeah i saw it with a bunch of old folks it was uh, it was a lot of it was i was one of the youngest people in the theater for my screening hence right. the laptop in the middle of the theater really you were the youngest person at the theater yeah it was weird it was, but I mean, it was a nice Friday. You saw it on Friday at 1 p.m. Yeah, you saw a matinee. No wonder you were the youngest person there. I went and followed it with my sister, who um, is 11. It was her first horror movie ever in theaters. And How'd she like it? She really liked it. She liked okay. it a lot. We get nice. her on the call. You drop off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking at my my mouse pad that I have down here that I purchased at Pop Rock and Horror, which is uh, just the image of the bride from from the original book. So her like as a dead skeleton sitting inside of a box. Yeah, uh, I remember very little, but I don't. None of the movie, none none of the movie was like I remember that. Oh, see, I just reread most of these books recently, so they were they were fresh in the brain. Gotcha. But we will say at this point that the spoilers are about to begin. So if you haven't seen it, overall, you should see it. Katie thinks maybe wait for video. But as far as our listens go, I disagree. And you should see it in theater so you can listen to this episode sooner. But, uh, you know, do what you need to do. Um, so, you know, two, three, one, spoilers. Did not know this was going to be a period piece. Neither did I. <laughs> yeah, it didn't need to be at all. When oh, I saw shut the fuck up. It's awesome. <laughs> it didn't need to be there's no reason that it had to be set in that time other than the fucking racism that was in the movie and that was they, it. they could have done that in 2019 and it would have been this exact same i i think that there was 
I think that I, I liked it though, because it introduced the, the music, it introduced all that, like this movie hit so many things that I love, which was like greasers and Letterman jackets <laughs> and like oh, Matt, six grease rock. Greasers didn't wear Letterman jackets. Letterman didn't wear greaser jackets. He's just a prick football player. Baseball Either way, player. I liked him. Uh, you know, it, it just touched on a lot of stuff. I will say, I'll get this out of the way. There's one issue that I had with the movie a couple at, at certain points. There's way too much convenience in in the favor of the characters. <laughs> Like yeah. there's there's so many like we're gonna go to the library and investigate something and then it's like hey we found this immediately that we were looking for <laughs> that like, was I fine could, but on all, all I enjoyed it uh, I will say since we're in spoiler territory that there was a point in the movie where I was sitting there and I thought to myself if they somehow bring everybody back then I'm really gonna be upset with this movie mm-hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised that it was just like yeah no they're gone they like yeah. like it doesn't matter that they were good people like they're gone. Mm-hmm. That's a true I, horror movie in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I was like fucking awesome cuz that that was my concern. I'm like this is PG-13. It's kind of like towing that line between like a family movie and like an adult horror movie and I could see them leaning more into the family movie and just making everything be okay at the end. So I was super excited when it did. See, that's one thing that I did really appreciate that they definitely like pushed it as far as they could on PG-13 almost into the R territory. I did like they that. They said There's shit a lot. Of- a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that yeah. stew? The stew yeah, with the toe with the eyeballs and shit was gross, man. Well, the, the, I think that Tommy's death was even gross. Like, everybody's – every death was, like, kind of gross. Yeah, well, that cool. was yeah. the thing. Like, so I don't remember the books. I remember some stories that weren't in the movie. So I was, like, remembering Krampus, and I was like, damn, Krampus should have been R because there's a lot of scenes that yeah. I felt, like, deserved, like, gore. And I know that's, like – kind of it's like titties and gore are a no-no in a 13 right pg-13 so when he got impaled by the pitchfork i was like how are they going to pull this off and i just thought the hay like him becoming a scarecrow i was like that's so cool because it's it's unsettling without being gory you know what i mean and it was also really like a very visually entertaining yeah Yeah, I I would not be shocked though if the DVD has an R-rated cut of this movie. Oh dear God! Because the spider scene specifically, that you can see that there's blood on her. Yeah. After it bursts, and it it made me feel like they probably at one point or another shot something where you see them that there's a giant out. hole in her face. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but like they had to cut it to get the PG-13. So I'm hoping that we get some of that on the DVD just to see how much further they were going to try to push it. So now that we're talking on the subject of that kind of stuff, I also just want to say another reason why I mean, I didn't like this movie, but a thing that I can appreciate more than anything is all of it was special effects. Yeah. It is like, well, not, I don't know if not all could... of it, right? Like yeah, the, no. the jangly man. Nope, that's is... a person. That is a man doing how all that much? stuff. I have, I'll post the video on uh, when you post this and I'll post a video underneath it from Facebook, but it's literally like they, like it's the man he can walk like that, um, which they actually found him. His name is Troy James. They found him on America's Got Talent. Oh, wow. That's so that. cool. And yeah. a lot of the other things were like um, Javier Bo- Botet. He does like Crimson Peak, um, It Chapter 2 and like Mama. Yeah, he's um, the guy that was the the... The witch, the, the the where's my toe witch, right? Uh, yeah, he he did that one. He's so oh my god, he's so good. So like they were like, yeah, most of the people think this movie is like CGI, and they're like, nope, 
most of it is literally just special effects but i'll show you the videos of it and it's like oh my god it's like breathtaking like and it's such like a fresh relief that like so many people aren't using cgi anymore yeah um, it, and it makes sense because so it's from great. the director of autopsy of jane doe which i think also did a good job of not leaning too oh, yeah. hard into the special effects one of the scariest movies i've ever seen shit going yeah, from that movie to making a pg-13 movie i don't even understand i will i will <laughs> say this irrelevant to the movie right the guy who plays augie gabriel rush if there's ever a movie like it where it's like first half is children first half is adults he needs to team up with Jason Sudeikis because oh my God. he is identical to him. He also looks like the least famous member of uh, Derek Comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now he looks so much like Jason Sudeikis. I'm like, this is crazy. I kept saying yeah. it to Jade like an old woman in the movie theater. I'm like, it looks just, look just like him. Um. I did think that the one friend was a little annoying, the, the comedy relief friend. Oh, dude, I, <laughs> me and Jane thought he was great. Like, I like so him. it was a bunch of I teenagers. There was a bunch of teenagers in the, in the movie theater and they were with their girlfriend. So, you know, you can't laugh or be scared. But when she slams the door on him and he goes, oh, my banana. Me and Jane <laughs> were the only people in the theater laughing. And we were all like, we were louder than we should have been laughing. So, we thought it was so funny. <laughs> The line of his that got me was when they try to burn the book and flip over the trash can and it's perfectly fine. He goes, this is why I don't read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that character. I didn't, I didn't find anybody annoying in this movie. Like this was the easiest watch I've had in such a long time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it was, I remember as soon as the, this is how close I am with Scott. As soon as the 1968 and that season of the witch song started playing, I was like, oh, Scott's going to love this. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, it's everything he loves about a good Halloween opening credit sequence. Yeah, I yeah, definitely it, like the intro for sure. And you know, I gotta give this movie major, major credit, be, strictly due to the fact that they uh, filmed it in the fall. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, they didn't, because you know, you watch Halloween 1978, and it's in fucking California, and they have bags of leaves that they were blowing at Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, and like <laughs> Halloween Four is very obviously not actually on Halloween. And Halloween five is basically in the spring. Um, you know, because the leaves are all green and it's supposed to be the Midwest on October 31st. <laughs> I can tell you from living here my entire fucking life, it's very few leaves are still on the trees. And so I loved, I just absolutely loved the fact that they, they got it right. And in the cornfield, um, the corn was actually shriveled and and you know beige instead of red, which is exactly what it's supposed to look like. And I just thought that the attention to detail was fantastic. And here's why I love period pieces because when they're done right, I mean, I thought I I didn't. There was no rhyme or reason for having scary stories to tell in the dark be set in 1968, and I liked that. I liked the fact that it was just part of the story you know it was just like Mm -hmm. okay that there are going to be no cell phones that's going to help you know it's going to help the story um and it was a very it it was the the cars were right the clothing was fucking perfect the locations were right the colors were right the just i i feel like they did a really really good job of and they also go back in time 
to the turn of the century and those costumes and that those settings are phenomenal i just i love period pieces and i have an eye for them because megan and i watch a lot of period pieces so i i would be the first person to shit on one that did it poorly and scary stories did not do it poorly they every detail was right mm-hmm. um i also want to throw out there i'm not sure if brian caught this but like the the movie takes place kind of near where brian and i grew up which yeah. is yeah yeah I forget. Um, they said something that that so they said Mill Valley, Pennsylvania, which isn't a real place, but of course. but there but there is a Mill Valley township um in Bucks County, but then when they're looking at the where she was committed, it was Penhurst Asylum, mm-hmm. which is like the horror attraction of Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh so I was like, okay, <laughs> I didn't expect that when Do I went to You know where this. they filmed? Uh Ontario. I figured that it was in Canada because that's where <laughs> everything that you see now is in Canada. And, and, uh, I think it's cause Ontario just permanently looks like fall. Yeah. No, <laughs> dude, I was literally there two weeks ago. It, it looks like Ohio. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it looks like the Midwest. Um, but I actually, I wonder while, while we're talking, um, I want to see exactly where, I wonder if it was in Hamilton because that's where Hamilton I mean, Hamilton is where they filmed it, Chapter Two, and The Handmaid's Tale, and that's, I just had that's the only issue I have with this movie. That's my biggest issue. With is this it movie. feels too much like it, Chapter Two? No, it's the fact that they had a it Chapter Two trailer. Oh, trailer for it, and it was like, dude, that it was the most profitable Stephen King adaptation. It's also the best one. I mean, it's I, the best one. It made so much money. It got such a huge following. If the trailer literally was a red balloon that said it to in theaters, it would sell like crazy. I feel like they gave away way too much in they, the trailer. I, saw. I don't think they did, dude. I've watched yeah. that, that final trailer two, more than it's two hours and 45 minutes, Brian. It doesn't they did matter. not give too much. It doesn't <laughs> no, matter. <laughs> the maze, I want, I want to go in blindly. I don't you want to close your blind. eyes when the trailer's on. What? Uh, it was and in then St. Thomas the next Ontario. trailer. <laughs> Well, can we talk about the trailers for a second? We we forgot to do that. Yeah, the, I was. There's a couple that I want to see. Ready okay, or not, well, grab my attention. Okay. Well, here's your quick question, uh, or not question, quick comment. Norman Cabrera is the name of the guy who did the vast majority of the effects yep. for the or the 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 costume, the monsters for this. He worked under Rick Baker. He has done a million and a half movies. He, you've, I mean, we've discussed. Tons of them. We he did Scarecrows, which is a mediocre movie, but the Scarecrows are the attraction, and um, I think that Harold looked fucking great. Um, yeah, Harold looks exactly like the Scarecrows. From well, Scarecrows, I heard, actually. I heard. Um, well, oh, I heard some. I read somebody say that they didn't like the way Harold looked because it didn't oh look man, like the book. they can fuck off. Harold is like the scariest story out of the entire thing that scared me the most, and that's the one thing I was most disappointed by was the lack of story behind him in this movie. But the special effects for Harold was like spot on because he fucking freaked me out. Yeah, I loved it. I loved the way he. Moved. Remember that was the one you were concerned about. You're like, I'm afraid they're gonna fuck up Harold. Was what you told me before you yeah. saw it. So that makes me excited to know that you were like. Yeah, no, they got him. <laughs> well, did you catch? I mean, I feel like the implication is that one of her brothers is Harold. Did, did uh, was I the only one that caught uh, that? I didn't catch that. You're the only one that caught that, but I just looked up the picture of Harold in the book side by side to in the movie, and it is like 
spitting image. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. They um watch the video that I upload. It literally like breaks it down piece by piece to like where they like had to create like specifically for it. And if it wasn't good enough, they told them to redo it. Yeah. They yeah. um when they're going when they're in the uh fuck. I, I when they're looking through all the old newspaper articles. Oh the micro what's this? It's microfiche. <laughs> yeah. Oh no no. So, they knew what microfiche was. They didn't know what uh wax uh the wax cylinder was. Yeah, so they're going through, and she starts realizing that the books are written about different people, and she's like, because he mentions the father's name, and then she looks at the the one story, and then she's like, give me another name, and it says brothers, and then it was whatever the one name was, Ephraim. but the other name said, it said Ephraim and Harold were the brothers. Um, I, I I didn't catch that. I don't think that that's necessarily that, that Sarah Bellows turned her brother into a scarecrow i mean maybe maybe they'll expound upon that in scary stories too but yeah i, I just I, I thought that it was weird that they would use the exact same, same name, name then it's and, probably and not that, a coincidence and then like that that brother was a little bit more like they didn't establish him very much and that he seemed like a little bit more portly than the other one i was just like maybe maybe he's supposed to be the the scarecrow herald um who knows? It's but I, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, so, I, so, I had a dream previews. of Sarah Bellows the following night. <laughs> <laughs> so previews. Uh, can we can we hit previews real quick and then come back to what we're doing? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so um, obviously it part two came. Uh, it chapter two. Gemini Man again. They're pushing that shit down our throats. It's gonna be awful. Dude, yeah. I haven't seen that at all in any theater. Uh, uh, I've seen that three before. times, and, and I only go to the movie theaters like. <laughs> for this i i feel like gemini man is like pg so i've discovered as someone who goes to the movies a lot pg-13 action movies are the most unavoidable trailer because they can put them pretty much in front of any movie that you see you go see a kid's movie they can squeeze a pg-13 action film in there you see an r-rated horror movie they're like that eh, they probably also would enjoy this pg-13 action movie so it's <laughs> always like it's just like the genre that you get the most leg like uh uh mileage out of your trailer for sure but well, yeah I, the gemini more i man, see it the less interested i am gemini man is literally looper with will smith yeah, yeah and looper wasn't even good <laughs> whoa whoa no no whoa speaking I mean, of I, looper it, the knives out trailer played during mine dude i'm stoked for knives out i really like Ranger. Nope. Nope. by the way i think it's probably gonna play fantastic fest probably that's what my expectations are save me some money um, <laughs> but yeah like i i love a good old-fashioned whodunit and that looks like it's just gonna be a wackier version of clue and i'm i was actually expecting it to be a clue movie i was like did they make another clue movie and i didn't know about it <laughs> yeah now I... also like chris evans i'll, I'll see chris i'll evans watch too, chris so. evans <laughs> paint a wall <laughs> i love him <laughs> chris evans and he's the son of jamie lee curtis i'll, I'll watch the shit out of that movie you kidding me <laughs> and Tony Collette, you know, she's... yes please yeah. so am i the only one that enjoys mindless action i like it to a certain extent it's it's not one that I make it a point to go see in theaters, but like if I'm just throwing something on in the background, like, yeah, mindless action is not the worst thing. I yeah. Can you picked hardcore there. Henry, didn't you, Brian? Yeah, I didn't. Yes, like he that. Did. It made me sick, but um, <laughs> black and blue, black and blue is a mindless action movie that I'm interested in seeing. I don't know. I what didn't that get is. that trailer. Yeah. It's uh, this, this black girl, she's a cop 
and then this older this older black cop like explains to her that now that she's a cop she's no longer black she's blue and she needs to stick with the police because the black community doesn't care about her and then she catches that police chief committing a murder and the whole police department is trying to kill her and she's got to literally get with the community to protect it's just like a whole like mindless action like gunshots type deal but it just looks Man, fun. That sounds good yeah it looks a lot of fun uh, to think but what about was. fucking midway did you guys get a preview for midway maybe there yeah, was a few that me and me looked know. at each other so so here's what midway is gonna be midway is gonna be that movie that i see possibly in january if it's nominated for best picture and i go to it, one of those it's not see all the best, best, best yeah, pictures it's, man it's, it's like the, the only way I'm what is see it that i didn't shit. know what y'all are referring it's like a pearl to. harbor so sequel. the battle of midway was a naval and air battle that happened oh, after you could have just said the battle pearl harbor a battle of midway yeah uh okay. it's it, it was like the next battle after pearl harbor in world war ii and the, the fucking preview is like the most over-the-top patriotic bullshit i've ever fucking seen it's like <laughs> it definitely is the, the japanese oh blah. i'm surprised they didn't say japs like it was that <laughs> offensive to me to watch it was fucked up and i can't believe that they're making a movie about it we don't need it the fuck that so stupid i just I'm I am I was absolutely livid watching that trailer. I was like, get me anywhere else. I'd rather be. I had a root canal on Thursday. I would rather be getting a root canal than watching the preview for Midway. <laughs> Trying to think what else I got. I actually feel like I blanked out on most of the trailers. That's now. all I got. Yeah, that's like there was a few that me and Jade just gave each other the look like, ugh. But I don't even remember them. I don't remember There's anything. Some... I almost missed oh, the movie because <laughs> I was running late. I went out with the, my work for happy hour, and then I was like, oh, shit, I have to go see a movie. Oh, I'm so drunk. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, oh, I think I got the four meters down uncaged trailer. Why? Why are they making another one? But, Scott, this one's without the cage. <laughs> like, so dumb. Yeah, so no, I mean, that, movies. that will be the movie that I most dislike watching in the theaters before Creature Feature Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> when I get there Thursday night and then have nothing to do, and I'm like, I guess I'll go see 47 meters down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, we can jump back in the movie, but let's, yeah. let's just break down the, the different stories that get told. We, ta we, Touched on Harold a little bit. I mean, mm -hmm. I think Harold was handled very, very well. Wrong. <laughs> blah blah blah. Harold Why even let your, you just let let you sad sack. I'm bastard so confused. I feel like I get mixed mixed response because I thought you were talking about how they got it right. No, yeah, the, the look, way he looked. Not the story. Yeah, the story. Because oh, okay. he like jumps on the roof and like does all this like creepy stuff, and like Harold is like probably like the most terrifying movie or the book or I guess story in the book that I had read. And like, I was like terrified, especially like living like surrounded by like cornfields and stuff like that growing up. So I was like super scared of him coming to my house. <laughs> this sounds I like would... a personal problem and not my problem. Yeah. The, the scariest, I actually later found out that it wasn't even in scary stories to tell of the dark. It was in the like follow-up book uh, in the dark, dark room. But the scariest one for me was always the red, uh, the green ribbon. I that, knew that, that you were gonna say that. I was oh, that actually expecting the so green bad. ribbon to be the um, old woman with a dog at the very yeah. uh, when they go to the haunted house. I was I because I didn't realize that wasn't in scary stories to tell in the dark either. 
Yeah, I think the book that I read wasn't Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark because it had that. It had the black dog, like that that book. But I don't remember so, that. So that one is like for younger readers. It's like one of those ones like where they have like groups. It's like one, two, three, four, five, and it's like I think it's like the third book. It's like where yeah, you're like in a dark, dark room. Yeah, in a dark, maybe. dark room was like four longer stories. So it was the green ribbon was in there. Um, teeth was in there where the guy just has the big smiling teeth yeah. in, around yeah. every corner and shit like that. Black Dog was definitely in uh, in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and they made a, a very subtle reference to it. Wait, which one's Black Dog? It was the one, the one where it... it ended up being a sewer rat, right? No, yeah. no, no. I'm thinking of something else. I'm that's thinking of wayward stories or whatever. I'm... I'm thinking of the story where the guy is trying to sleep and the dog keeps scratching at his door. Like this dog just keeps coming to his house every night and crying and scratching at his door. And then eventually he gets fed up and kills the dog. And then they, um, the next day he's found dead and he doesn't have any marks on him, but he has black dog fur all over him. Oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I like that the moral of the story is be nice to dogs, or they'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that if they do a sequel to it, that it'll just be the exact like the second book, all the stories in that one? They're going to do no, a sequel. That's literally a Harold's setup for from the book sequel. Three. Yeah, Harold's from the third book. Is he? I thought he was yeah. from the first one. Now I remember reading something about them referencing the most iconic character from book three. <laughs> so we go Weird. from that, then we jump into uh, the toe. Where's my toe? toe? I love it. So good. And it was really gross. Like this was a gross out film and I thought it was like a gross out horror film. And I was like, not, that's not my usual, but I was here for it. I'll yeah. tell you that I woke up my sister the next day and scared the shit out of her. Just yelling. <laughs> Where's my toe? You are such a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the meanest person on the podcast. <laughs> it me. <laughs> <laughs> but we still love you. Um, so let me just double check something. So the black dog was in Scary Stories three. Okay, Brian, as was Harold. The but not the oh, one I'm thinking of. I I know what I was forgetting to mention. You know that my ass had a big old fucking smile on my face the second that the credits started and there was that creepy version of the hearse song and i was just like i love that this is going to be a theme throughout this whole movie yeah oh so yeah. good is that and I, fucking I was, melody i was whistling it for oh, I was, like the entire weekend by this i point. was singing it softly to myself whenever it played because there was no one around me so y'all are <laughs> fucking weird Dude, yeah i love that hearse song <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that was that was exciting to hear that who, pop up uh, who played lulu who did play Lulu? Is that, I'm assuming I'm supposed to know who that was. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. I, I actually don't know. She was from Hudson Hawk and Breaking In mm. in the she 80s. She looks familiar to me. And Dangerous Minds. Well, that's not a movie I've watched recently. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, I don't know. She was in Black Dog. <laughs> starring oh, well, Meatloaf. there we go. That, that there's our six degrees to black dog <laughs> yeah i haven't heard of most of the movies that she's fine in, I, I just she just looks yeah. familiar then so then we get um the the red room what's it called or no we got the red spot next which was yes. i loved the red spot it was so, i mean that's that's megan's uh one of megan's favorite scary stories to tell in the dark um 
and mine too. I, I I always thought that that one was great. That one and the the uh, people can lick too. People can lick too is my all time favorite scary story. Um, yeah. Megan says her she just yelled that her favorite is the sewer rat. That's a that the dog. <laughs> so you were wrong. Rat. You don't actually know yeah. your wife as much. But that was that was shut the... up. You 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 know I know my wife. Katie. <laughs> I talk about her uh, more than I talk about Matt and Brian. Aw. Um, I mean, she's my wife. You're my the, best friend. So. My wife. Um, my wife. So they, uh, so yeah, they make a reference to that story though. When uh, the Ramon is in her room and he's reading her story and goes, man, this is pretty dark. His, his pet's going to be a sewer. Oh, rat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is the reference. Um, but yeah, so there, there was that, uh, the red spot was really, really cool. Uh, Quite just, gross. When she's like, I, I was gnarly. like, I was so, I was nauseated when she was, poking at the gigantic like oh, boil. the audience was screaming in yeah, the theater. Yeah. Well, I was in I was in an audience of maybe 10 people and um I'd say four of them were boomers and then the rest were about my age. There was yeah. there were there were uh there was a cool group of uh uh black people right behind me like because it said assigned seating only and so like I went to my seat which was right next to them and I and I turned to the guy cuz he like kind of looked at me I'm like there aren't enough people in this this uh, theater for me to have to sit in this seat, right? And he's like, no, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit right in front of you guys. Is that okay? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I heard them when they would react to stuff and they were like, oh, you know, like, and I was, I was, I was trying my best not to make any sound, but I was like super fucking grossed out by that too. Dude, the, the, so back to the, where's my toe for a second. Oh yeah. Yeah. That had, I'm not sure if you guys had this, but my theater had a little bit of laughter, but it was that perfect horror movie laughter where you're like, oh, everyone is nervous right now. Yeah. Like, like it was that uncomfortable, like, this is really weird. It's kind of funny. Cause she keeps yelling, where's my toe. But like, God damn it, they're going to get me, aren't they? <laughs> You're just like waiting for when it was going to happen. Yeah. And you were expecting it to. Uh, that was cool. It was kind of a fake out jump scare where uh, you ex- assumed that the witch was going to be on top of the bed. But then she was behind him and she dragged him wherever. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and, fucking, I like jumped really hard when like her like face <laughs> popped up. I was like, oh, shit. And I had yeah. to keep like asking my sister. I'm like, are you OK? Like, is this too scary? And she's like, calm down. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, uh, well, and then there was the pale lady. Um, yeah. Which just, just such a weird looking effect. It's performed by the same actor who played Harold. Um, I didn't, you know, I think of all of the stories that were, or that were in the movie, that was my least favorite. Just because, I mean, it was cool because um, I liked I liked the, the feeling of like uh, no escape, you know. But um, I just felt like they they were doing so well with not using cgi up until that point and then her eyes are cgi and it really just bugged me i just was like Egh. yeah i mean that, listen i'll i'll take the occasional need for little bits of cgi yeah no there. it's fine i just didn't <laughs> i i just was i was a little disappointed because i didn't think that she needed it yeah her little penguin waddle down the hallway yeah <laughs> that scene was just so visibly pleasing too just like because yeah. all the reds like, with the me, like kind of sick but it, it's just it's just done very 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 well yeah it was i feel like this whole movie was shot beautifully like it was exactly what it needed to be like the 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 nightmare sequences had their own unique visual flares for each one which was cool like it was really cool let's get to like the main villain though twisting off a cop's head 
the fucking jangly jangly man. man. So oh, that was fuck. the coolest kill of the movie, strictly due to the fact that I was not expecting him to get fucking murdered. Yeah, yeah. Which does lead to a couple questions because, like, like her friends may have disappeared. Understandably, she was locked in a prison cell when the only cop on duty was had his neck broken and then she was missing so yeah. I, I feel like that probably raised a couple questions that yeah and then the guy just like was it over going to the military and like everything was like fine and they're like but we're gonna get him back and it's like you're not getting that fucking guy back he's dead <laughs> <laughs> she said her friends not that asshole yeah. cop yeah yeah she's not helping tommy either tommy. yeah no fuck that guy yeah fuck that um, guy fuck tommy yeah he's what a what a prick. Uh, the best part about Tommy is that he comes home drunk and his mom's not annoyed. She's just like, go take these eggs to the neighbors. Yeah. And I was like, I, wait, is he getting back in the car? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He was just walking through the field. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was the 60s, man. There was nothing wrong with drunk driving back then. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, ask George W. Bush. Oh, <laughs> oh too oh, soon. Man. <laughs> the scene where they throw the eggs and he hits his sister is like, oh, holy shit. And that's who she went yeah. out on the date with. Oh my god, yeah. That's... I love that. I that love wasn't... when they throw the shit in the car and it hits her lap. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It's... What a what a great prank. Sitting there with a fucking little net scooping his turds out of a toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yes. I forgot all about that. What the fuck? <laughs> this is why I'm never coming to visit Katie because I know she's gonna play shitty pranks literally. Yeah. my family we're like huge on scaring each other and my sister is like the best person to scare because she does the whole like arms and like hands shaking things when you scare her it is like the greatest thing ever i like whenever brian scares jade and puts it on the internet for me to enjoy. <laughs> yeah that's always because she just has one very loud scream every single time and then it's like well he's not having sex tonight yeah so you so, noticed that... no different than if he did scare, yeah. didn't scare. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but I haven't posted a video in a while, and it's not due to lack of trying. She's just really keen to me, um, <laughs> so it's tough. You say that she doesn't listen, but maybe she does just to figure out what you've got up your sleeve next. Yeah, no, I've been trying. She's like, ooh, if I hear him walk into the shower and the shower turn on, I can't trust it anymore. Yeah. He's hiding. I just, I feel like, uh, I feel like Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis and Beetlejuice. Like, I'm just like hiding there with this great thing that's going to scare him and she just like walks past me and moans i'm like god damn it okay <laughs> you techniques, Brian. <laughs> i know i don't know what to do i think i'm just gonna have to right. break into the house and outsource <laughs> oh my god here's the she's thing yeah in the face. she's got a gun on her nightstand so i need to be like cautious in my scares yeah. <laughs> yeah you gotta scare her but not to the level of self-defense <laughs> yeah. oh <my> god. <laughs> uh all right so any other things that we want to tackle with scary stories i'm stoked for the sequel that i, I loved the fact that they set up a sequel like that yeah yeah i i really like this this is definitely going to be um i would love to imagine that it's available on home video in time for halloween that's why I they did just, that but i'm just going to say that if not starting 2020 this will definitely be in my regular halloween rotation because this is just a fun little little halloween movie to pop on I'm hoping that uh, Halloween Horror Nights does it this year, but we'll see. Ooh. I mean, they did announce Us, right? Yeah, they announced Us. They announced Ghostbusters, Stranger and, Things, uh, Killer Clowns. Yeah, Clowns from Outer Space. And Universal Monsters, which is cool. Well, I'm excited. Uh, Katie? 
what well first of all <laughs> jesus christ first of all final thoughts that was so shitty <laughs> i've been the nicest to you of everybody Actually, yeah, she, don't, she doesn't even treat me that badly and i'm <laughs> horrendous to her <laughs> what um it, i mean whatever it was a movie uh, all right I don't know. I mean, it was fun. It was a good experience. You to make suck. My you hate fun. <laughs> Why is Scott, I don't. Scott's so mean to you and I get the what? I don't even understand anymore. <laughs> it was like. You it are was a- just, you are a total monster of your own. Like, listen, I'm t- really tired t- still. Tune in next month when we have someone other than Katie to talk no! about it. Chapter two. No, we would never. <laughs> oh, be nice. No, I was actually up all night um, playing the thing board game. Um, like two well, that, like, that might be the most acceptable excuse. Yeah, I was about to say that's nerdy heard. as fuck. So yeah, yeah it was really fun. Off. It was like super fun. Um, if we ever meet, we should all do that. I already know <laughs> Matt, but not y'all. I'll never see Scott because he'll never visit Texas. Oh uh, no, you'll <laughs> never see not... me because I don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't right. even go to our conventions. <laughs> yeah, Brian's agoraphobic. <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt was like, "I'm going to try to get Brian to go to Fantastic Fest this year," and he was like, "Yeah, probably not. Not going to yeah. happen. No, yeah, no not no. with the wedding. No, yeah, not with the wedding. <laughs> and then after the wedding, I absolutely. Th- but I, I do think that of of the two, I think Brian would have the most fun with Fantastic Fest because it's his type of trashy horror movie oh yeah you would love it they're playing like a refer or like uh, a remastered version of bloody birthday and i'm so excited to see it such a bad movie i I love it i'm gonna get you guys know a little secret about me me and jade are trying to get pregnant like a month before we get married so she's not showing but we're immediately having a kid and my biggest reason for wanting a child is because i have the holy grail of excuses like that baby <laughs> is the ultimate I can't make it to anything. To anything. There's nothing like, oh yeah, oh, oh crap, you're getting married. Huh? I can't bring the baby. I oh, I can't do it. I'm sorry. You know? Oh, oh, your funeral. I'm sorry. I can't make it. Baby. It's great. <laughs> I never have to be anywhere ever again but home. So so I mean, that's a great idea, but also like you don't want to be pregnant as soon as you're married because like you know, oh Jesus Christ, man, that's a yeah, you got to get yeah. get the fun of marriage in for at least a year. Yeah, right? You have the fun of miserable. dating. What the hell is how much fun's marriage gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> Brian's just so codependent. He's like, I need to keep Jade around, so I'm gonna put a baby in her. Yeah, this signs a deal that she has to be around me for 18 more years. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, but it doesn't. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you something. Worst case scenario, she's the breadwinner, so. You better send me the checks. <laughs> All right. Well, we've gotten way off track for scary stories to tell in the dark by talking about Brian's future nightmare. So, <laughs> so, let's, so we will be back with another in theaters now, obviously for it chapter two. And then uh, a couple of weeks after that, I'll be in Austin and I'll probably, you know, hang out with Katie and we'll record like a, right before I leave, we'll do like a, Hey, here's our thoughts on all the movies that we saw recording. I like, I like how you time... said probably. Like you like mm, we might not. I might not see well, her. Because last last time we last time we recorded one of those, it was after both of us had seen like a movie, and it was the most uninteresting <laughs> recording. Because it was like, well, I saw this one movie. It was fine. No, by that time I had already seen eight movies. <laughs> well, I had seen two. Also, I had don't be like sick as fuck this time. Last time you couldn't even talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
I'll try to avoid that. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be back with a regular episode on Friday. Thanks for listening. Bye. listening to the Geekscape Network. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.